Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com achieve today. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. This is Popcorn Podcast with Lee and Tim. And in this episode, we're reviewing The Secret Dare to Dream, plus all the latest movie and trailer news. So, Tim, this week we saw The Secret Dare to Dream, which is inspired by a documentary and best-selling self-help book by Australian Rhonda Byrne about the laws of attraction and the belief that the power of your thoughts can change the direction of your life or manifest the things that you want in life. Tickle me intrigued. Is this something that you're a subscriber to, this school of thought? Well, I'm, I'm not really a subscriber to such overzealous film titles like The Secret Dare to Dream. <laughs> but no, I think I'm genuinely a positive thinker. I guess for me personally, I don't particularly lean into that kind of philosophy of like, you should think a certain way being rammed down my throat. I think it's the approach that's given that doesn't sit so well with me. But that that's that's just me. (laughs) Ram down your throat. That's strong (laughs) words. So the film stars Katie Holmes as Miranda, who we haven't really seen in a big role for a long time, although she has been working steadily. She plays a widow raising three children while trying to make ends meet. And Josh Lucas co-stars as Bray, a mysterious good Samaritan who helps Miranda repair her house in the aftermath of a storm. And then over time, Bray shares his philosophy about believing in the power of the universe. And we see good things start to happen for him. But there's more to Bray than meets the eye, of course. Of course, there is more than meets the eye for Bray, which is a character that just screams Southern America, like (laughs) name like Bray. What's interesting is the, the director, Andy Tennant, he's directed Josh Lucas before in Sweet Home Alabama. And there's a few titles that are worth kind of calling out here because they're similar in theme. You know, you've got that ever after Cinderella movie that starred Drew Barrymore. You've got Mm. the bounty hunter. So it's like always male and female. He also directed Anna and the King 
and also Fool's Gold, which maybe isn't his best film, but, <laughs> you know, there's, there's quite, you can kind of understand, you know, this is a film that you would expect him to kind of be at the helm of. So he has a signature, feel-good, life-affirming romance movies, basically. Absolutely, yeah. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about the film's overall message, which is it's all about the power of positivity and joy and how that can affect your life and those around you. Yeah, and it definitely helps with such a handsome leading man like Josh Lucas. Well, speaking of Sweet Home Alabama, that's one of the earliest movies I can remember having a massive crush on Josh Lucas. Right, yes. So I won't hear a bad word about him. Okay, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll stay away from, from Josh Lucas. I, I guess... If you could put a buzzword around this movie, it's certainly timely, right? I guess it's a movie that audiences rightfully would be leaning into to get some sort of hope out of their circumstance. Obviously, we are drowning in this world of COVID and all the impacts Mm. that are happening. So it it is a movie that's important right now. Even if you're kind of feeling it's a bit insufferable in parts, I'm talking, that's my opinion. (laughs) You know, it's a nice movie to kind of sit down and take in because it, it only means well. Yeah, exactly. And I wrote down the word saccharin, which means super syrupy sweet. And maybe we need that right now. For sure. I'm always learning new words from you. So thank <laughs> God you're a journalist. <laughs> so much to learn. So let's talk about the performances and the chemistry between Katie Holmes and, and Josh Lucas. I wasn't sold on it completely, although I did enjoy their individual performances. I thought they really brought strong performances to this movie. Yeah, definitely. I mean, first, before I talk about the chemistry, which I, which I guess kind of plays into it, I would just personally feel really uncomfortable if a stranger came into my life and goes, have you thought about being a little bit more positive? You know, and she's literally getting holes in her decrepit house with three yeah. kids and, you know, after a hurricane. And I'd kind of be like, yeah, not for me. Can you please, you know, high and by. <laughs> what did you think about the relationship between her and her kids? Yeah, I mean, look, Katie Holmes is really wholesome, isn't she? You know, she's that all-American sort of vibe about her. And mm. like you said, it's nice to see her in a movie again because she does come across really genuine. But there were times, like, her, like her eldest daughter was really annoying. It's just mm. really cliched in sort of the things that teenagers get annoyed about and kind of doesn't really have a connection with their circumstance, just expects things to happen and be a certain way and, oh, we're poor and that's mm. really... But, you know, then there's a line around, we're not poor, we're just broke. And I just can't, <laughs> what does that even mean? Uh, yeah, look, chemistry, this film lacked true chemistry between a lot of the characters, I think. Even, like, the mother-in-law, the character of Bobby, but then certainly the the boyfriend. Played by Jerry O'Connell. Yeah, who I like. I really mm. like him. But he was just there to just kind of kick the dirt and get pissed over stuff <laughs> without actually talking it through. Or, yeah. like, yeah, so the... Chemistry wasn't a very strong element of of this film, I agree. There's this particular moment at the end in the car park (laughs) that was just so awkward. It was a step too far. It was a step too far (laughs) and it was kind of, oh, give me a fucking break. No. And, and, but you know what? That brings us back to chemistry because Mm. it just didn't exist and it felt, it felt off. Right. And I think that's when you're like, they missed the mark there. Let's talk about the character development and the uses of the flashbacks for Bray. Mm. Obviously, Bray's character is very mysterious to begin with, and then we start to learn a little bit more about him through the use of flashbacks and things. So he has a way about him. He believes that we control how we view the world, which is, you know, something, as I said, I connect with. But I would have liked to have seen more of the reasoning behind Bray's shift in mindset because he did touch on that he wasn't always like that. And they did explain what makes him shift his mindset but 
It was so pivotal to the overall delivery of the movie's message that I really would have liked to have seen more depth in his character and his backstory. Yeah, I think we needed that for everyone. You mm-hmm. kind of wanted to understand why Miranda was struggling so much and also, yeah, where he was coming from in that pivotal moment in his life. Mm. You know, and they do touch on it, they do go there. Yeah. But it just you're meant to believe that he's just got this way of living and he was very mysterious and rightfully so he needed to be mysterious for about three quarters of the film yeah but mysterious to the point where you just didn't know where he was coming from and i think that was a problem let's talk about the storyline obviously it was always going to be a challenge to bring a self-help book to life in terms of a dramatic storyline what did you think about the story i i had a real issue with the pacing I think that it just, it wasn't really going anywhere. And especially towards the end, I thought, how, when are they going to finish this? Because it just kept going. Mm -hmm. So I had an issue with pacing, but I often have an issue with pacing. It's a real thing for me. If a Mm -hmm. film is overstaying its welcome, like I check out and it kind of frustrates me. And then it gets in the way of me feeling about the movie, maybe how I should. (laughs) I'm like, oh God, come on, wrap up. But, But having said that, I love a movie that goes on and leans into things and really Mm. fleshes stuff out. I just wasn't feeling it from this. It's a very basic storyline, quite Mm. predictable. Oh, very, 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 very. But again, I didn't mind that because that's what this movie is, you know, eschewing big blockbusters and sequels and franchises. It's it's a different kind of movie and you need to lean into that positivity and just really embrace it, I think. Yeah, of course. I guess the biggest thing for me that kind of put me off was the fact that the character of Bray... I just didn't, I didn't appreciate it that he was ultimately like trying to teach Miranda a lesson. And it just, did you feel he was a bit preachy? Oh, I, I just don't like preachiness in general. Mm. So I'm watching a two hour movie where it's just preach, preach, preach. You didn't think he was charismatic enough to make it not preachy? Yeah, he was charismatic. I think his ability to kind of allow people around him to be vulnerable and think about their life in a different way was effective. Mm. But yeah, I don't know. Just, it was just, or everything about the movie was awkward. Even his relationship with the woman at the hotel he was staying in. Mm. And I'm like, for goodness sake, like, no, (laughs) I just, I, but I really liked that you liked it. Like, honestly, I I did enjoy it. So, how many popcorn kernels would you give The Secret Dare to Dream? So, I guess overall, I did have an issue with the pacing and the message to me was painful to watch (laughs) in terms of a stranger coming in and telling people to think positive about their shit circumstance. (laughs) Come on, man, fuck off. Uh, If that happened to me, I'd be like, thank you, bye. Uh, Look, I'm going to give it a two popcorn kernels. I'm going to give it two and a half because I'm going to choose... As the movie imparts to see the positives. Okay. (laughs) So the secret dare to dream is in cinemas now. Lee, before we jump into news, we just want to remind our lovely listeners that we have five double passes to give away to see Bill and Ted face the music in Australian cinemas from September 10. To be in with a chance to grab one of these passes, head to the Popcorn Podcast Facebook or Instagram page. Make sure you like or follow, depending on the platform, and then tag the friend you would go on a time-travelling adventure with in the comments. You've got to be in it to win it. Now, you had some news about Madonna, Tim. Yes, Madonna. Madonna has revealed... (laughs) (laughs) 
Madonna has revealed that she is working on a screenplay with none other than Oscar-winning writer Diablo Cody. Now, you might know that name. She won the Oscar for writing the screenplay for Juno, Mm -hmm. which is a fantastic movie. So, the pop star, she announced the news in a short video posted on her Instagram with the caption, when you're stuck in a house with multiple injuries, what do you do? Write a screenplay with Diablo Cody about dot, dot, dot. So, it's all very mysterious. Mm -hmm. But then she put a couple of uh, emojis after it, which made it look like she was making a, a movie about music. And I think the the rumour is that it could be a movie about her life and career. Could be a biopic. I mean, that stands to logic, doesn't it? Yeah. I wonder how they're going to do it. Like, are they going to go Rocketman style, which was a bit fantastical? Are they going to do Bohemian Rhapsody? Well, she did do that movie in the early 90s called In Bed with Madonna, which was more about her Blonde Ambition world tour. But maybe it could be in the style of that, encompassing her whole career. That would be cool. Oh, yes, very much. Well, it's been a decade since the last film project that she was involved in, which was W.E., about Wallace Simpson, who married King Edward VIII and led to him abdicating the throne. Yeah, she directed that film, Mm. I think, yeah. So I'm I'm keen to see what they pull together together. I think Diablo would be a really great writer to lean in and understand Madonna and have a bit of fun with her story. So Disney confirmed that its live-action Mulan has been approved to release in Chinese cinemas. So they don't have access to Disney+, Plus, I believe, which is why it's going into cinemas over there. Making China the most significant territory where the film will receive a theatrical outing. It's not been granted an official release date as yet, but I presume it'll be around the same time. Yeah, I mean, China is such a massive territory, and if Disney can land this official release, obviously a story like Milan should perform really, really well in Mm. China, so hopefully that all comes together well. So the movie is just around the corner for Australian audiences, actually, where it will be screening on Disney Plus in our territory from September 4th. Very, very close. Very exciting. Taking the exchange rate into consideration, subscribers will pay a premium price of $34.99 on top of their subscription to have access to the film. There's been some mixed reactions to this. Well, actually, from a consumer standpoint, people are quite angry about having to pay for it on top of their Disney subscription, Mm. but have said it's not going to stop them from doing it. Yeah, exactly. You can have a whinge. You can be a keyboard warrior in the comments, but they'll be the first one to click on it to pay and watch it. And it's a bold move for Disney, as we've said before doing this, and I think it's going to result in a massive amount of takings and subscriptions. Yeah, definitely. I'm really, really interested to see the, the analytics after the peak in subscriptions, how much money it makes. And the whole industry will be leaning into this as well to understand if it works. And some of those movies that haven't come out, they've been delayed, delayed. Maybe there's a platform that they can lean into and and make some money that way as Mm. well. Garth Davis, who made his feature directing debut with 2016's Lion, has signed on to direct a new Tron movie for Disney. It won't be a direct sequel to 2010's Tron Legacy or 1982's Tron, but it will serve as a new instalment in the franchise, that old chestnut. Mm. And Jared Leto is attached to Star. This seems right. I find it weird that Disney keep... Obviously, it's a long time between drinks, you know, 82, 2010, what we're now, 2020. I find it weird that they keep leaning into this franchise. Like, it never particularly makes a lot of money. They're Mm. really expensive to make. (laughs) But it seems to be part of, like, their cult fabric that they keep trying to flog this dead horse that is Tron. So, I mean, like, audiences didn't lap up Tron Legacy. Yes, true. So, I find it interesting that they're having another crack, but... All, all the best to them. you got to do that. you just got to keep having a crack. Positivity, Tim. <laughs> <laughs> 
The secret to dream, Disney. (laughs) So we're expected to get a trailer for June in the coming week, speaking of old sci-fi franchises, which is a sci-fi movie adapted from Frank Herbert's novel. This is one of the most hotly anticipated films of the year, and it's an ambitious remake that's being watched very closely by diehard fans. Mm. And the casting has been highly scrutinised. You've got Jason Momoa, Josh Brolin, Rebecca Ferguson. Like, you could just go on and on. And Daya's in there somewhere. Yeah, she's in there. She'll pop up. I cannot wait for this trailer. It's quite late, isn't it? Because the film's meant to be coming out in a few months. Yeah. We've had but a few pictures, so it's Mm. very, you know, draped in secrecy, which I quite like. Yes, because... We talk about this on the podcast all the time, that mm. marketing is just so oversaturated for films at the moment. Like, yeah. tease us a little. Yeah. Make us wait for it. Get us excited. Because <laughs> often you have distributors who make decisions to publish trailers a whole year before the release date, which mm. is kind of pretty interesting. I was going to say, we're looking at you, New Mutants. <laughs> but that's like three years. <laughs> So, guys, this is the news of the day. So, Tenant tickets are now on sale ahead of its official August 27th release date in Australian cinemas. Tickets have been going absolutely gangbusters around the world in a matter of days. So, there is no denying that this is going to be one of the biggest movies of the year, if not the biggest. So, maybe it will relaunch cinema after all. Maybe, yes. Also, if you can't wait until August 27, some cinemas around the country will be having paid preview screenings on the weekend beforehand. That's August 22nd and August 23rd. So check your local cinema for participation. Lee and I have our tickets. Yep. We're going to be there on the 20 we're going on the 22nd, aren't we? I couldn't I couldn't wait to the 23rd. Like even <laughs> if I had plans on the Saturday, I'd move them. Uh, so, yeah, we will be bringing you a review of Tenet very, very soon. Can't wait. And that is it for the podcast this week, lovely listeners. We saw The Secret, Dare to Dream. Go out and see that in cinemas now. And as we said, we're just around the corner with our review of Tenet, which we're very excited to bring you. We'll talk to you next week. Catch you next time. Come and join us in the conversation on Facebook. Like our page at Popcorn Podcast AU. And follow us on Instagram at Popcorn Podcast. We'd love to hear what you think about these movies. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here, and it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Want to get a chiseled look in the jawline? Sculpt and shape your jawline with added volume from Juvederm Volux XC. Juvederm Volux XC is an injectable gel specifically designed to be robust enough to improve moderate to severe loss of jawline definition. And it is the first and only hyaluronic acid filler approved for the jawline. Add volume to your jawline for a chiseled look with Juvederm Volux XC. For important safety information and to find a licensed specialist, visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M dot com.
Not for people with severe allergic reactions, allergies to lidocaine, or the proteins used in Juvederm. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. There's a risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. Talk to a licensed specialist to find out if it's right for you. Visit Juvederm.com. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.